Welcome to Starseed Joy Podcast with your host, Tara Joy Andrews. I'm a starseed empath and galactic energy healer living a human experience. On this podcast, we will have authentic heart-to-heart conversations about starseed experiences, spiritual awakening, divination, light language, spiritual hygiene, and the good, the bad, and the ugly of living with more heart and joy. Ready to get galactic? Let's go. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening to Starseed Joy Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Amanda Ingram Cotton, a mentor for spiritual souls that helps people through their spiritual awakening, helps people release what no longer serves, and assist people in stepping into their power. Uh, And as a previous member of a private coaching group with her, I can attest to the level of support, guidance, and overall love that you give people. So I highly recommend her. So check out the links after you listen or watch the show. So thank thank you. So So, yeah, thank you for being a guest. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So interesting times we live in yes yes <laughs> I, find I always say that when people are like how are you doing and I'm like interesting times <laughs> yes I always have these moments of like next week has to be better but then it's like a broken record like the energy's doing this this planet's here like I healed so this <laughs> not a lot of rest happening for many of us no. this year but it'll all be something really beautiful mm-hmm. I can't wait for that Amazing. So each individual's experience when you go through spiritual awakening is different. It's it's in their own way, in their own timing, at their own pace. So just to start out, I wanted to ask how you would describe what a spiritual awakening is. Yeah. Um, I think, I think like our human brains want a spiritual awakening to be very like this happens and then this happens and then it all works out and you're great. Right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, unfortunately that's not the case. I mean, we're all, um, unique individuals that experience, um, awakenings in different ways. And some of us, um, really never experience an awakening because we kind of don't choose to, um, to see it and to, to go through what we need to go through to, to have that awakening. Um, but I think, I think kind of the main theme when it comes to, to it, um, is you reach this point where you go, oh, that's not working for me anymore. Um, or you'd see, you start seeing things differently. Um, and that can be, that can be a really, interesting experience for many of us um because it's really calling for us to look within right and kind of go yes um but yeah that happens differently for everyone and sometimes we've gone through it and not been able to put a word to it so like um I think we go through many awakenings um just in different ways um you can also maybe say that's ascensions um as well um but I I can think back to times um in like the past that have absolutely changed the course of me moving forward in my life. Um, and, and those have been, those in my mind have been awakenings that 
I may not have been like, yes, this is an awakening, but I went, oh yeah, no, like I'm different. And I don't know yes. why, but I know that this doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to do it anymore kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of my, my thoughts on it are, are very much that like, it's just this moment that you're just like, oh, like something I thought was fine. Isn't fine anymore. Yes. Yeah. For me personally, I feel now that you've said it in those terms, when I took a huge career path change. It was like, oh, maybe that was the first mini awakening. That's like, oh, you're doing things for all the other people. It's time to do something you like. <laughs> for me, that was that was when I started to run. Um, mm. It was its own version of that. I I hadn't really. I've been living my life for others, essentially, right? Just chasing versions of myself. Um, and I guess that became literal chasing when I started running, um, but <laughs> to be honest, but the difference, the difference was, was I kind of went, I don't want to do this the way I'm being told I'm supposed to, like, I don't want to get faster or whatever. Um, and that's when I first um, tuned into intuition and was like, oh, like I can do it my own way. So for me, that was, that was the very first shift. Um, I mean, there may have been more when I was younger, but like, that's the one that stands out the most to me where I went, oh, maybe I actually know what I need, right? Not, and I don't need other people to tell me. So it was like this light bulb moment of being like, oh, like I may not actually have to look outside of myself um, for validation, for direction. Maybe that's actually within me. So that was for me, my first, um, my first moment. Yes. And that's such a beautiful way to put it because I feel there's moments where all of us go through that tipping point of like oh especially I know you and I are both the people pleaser obligers <laughs> so um where you're like oh I don't have to do this to make them happy I can yeah. just look after myself my own needs what I want and need my own direction yeah that was a big one for me yeah. as well. Well, it's like the yeah. sensitive people that we are, right? We kind of yes. unfortunately get, I mean, beautiful if, if your sensitivity was nurtured in you as a child. Um, but for most of us, unfortunately, that did not fit in to the dynamic of the world. No. Um, and that's just like this really early on thing of kind of being like, oh, who I truly am isn't good. Like it's not, it's not seen, it's not welcomed, it's not nurtured. So I need to look outside of myself then, right? And that just kind of starts that, that chase, that overachieving, just like that constant need to prove yourself, right? To be the fixer, yes. to be the one who, um, who makes everybody happy, like all of that stuff. It's all just, I've come to realize it's all just, the little kid in me just being like somebody see me and say that who I am is okay um so it's it's really cool shift when when we start to see ourselves yes uh, and go no actually we are okay like we're good yeah right? um and it has a stop well it it starts the process of us going okay well how do I untangle myself from all of this crap that I've yes. been carrying all this time but yeah it's really it's really yeah. cool yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you were first realizing that something was different, 
hmm. about your experiences. And we've already talked a little bit about this, but what was the first thing that made you realize you were going through a spiritual awakening? Maybe talk a little more about that intuition and how you started so, to lean into it. Yeah. So the first time I realized what it was, like an actual spiritual awakening, um, was probably right around the fall of 2020, um, which wasn't that long ago, but I think it's the first time I'd actually realized what it was that I was experiencing. Um, I had started to just myself go like, this isn't right. And, and I'm like, I, ha- I found it, I had anxiety and I started going to therapy and through therapy started realizing that that anxiety wasn't like this fault of mine. It was actually just my self coping with, yes. with like not being who I am in the world. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so, um, through, through that, it kind of led me, um, into like, I, I learned about energy healing and, and, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's probably where I, I heard the term, like, well, I've always heard the term spiritual awakening, but I started to realize that that was what I was experiencing. Um, and, and for me, it always kind of presents itself fairly similarly where I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I can't keep doing this anymore. Um, and I had been in a business program. Um, <laughs> part of my journey too, was as, as a career change where I left my corporate job. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, okay, I'm going to overachieve at running my own business. Um, and I did all of the things you're supposed to, um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> and it, and it left me very in debt and, um, um, still not honoring who I am, right. Trying to be right. something I'm not. Um, and that kind of had me just go like, what am I doing here? Like, this isn't working. So, um, for me, it was a very, fairly forcible shift into going, I'm going to listen to myself, to my own Mm -hmm. intuition, follow what feels good. Um, and let that be my guide versus following people. So I stopped following anybody and just started doing all of the things myself, um, which led me down the path of, of the spiritual world, which was super fun and magical, um, as well as the other side of uh, spiritual awakening. Right? Terrifying. Right. Because I think, again, I think sometimes, at least I did in the beginning, was I was like, I'm going to be the best at like spiritual awakenings. Right. So give me the checkbox that I'm going to tick off. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, but you can't, right. You can't no. do that. No. Um, because spiritual awakenings are going to individual, but there, there's also a lot of healing, right? Yes. Um, I think we get really excited about the idea, or I did, um, of like, oh, I'm going to learn all the things. It's going to be so fun and magical. Um, but it's, again, it's not outside of yourself, right? And it's not yeah. so much learning new things as peeling back the layers that are keeping you from the knowledge that you already have right because it's the inner wisdom that we're trying to uncover here not take on more information that's that's not necessarily ours so that's the part that's um it's hard it's not easy work to do um but my goodness as you start to peel that that those layers away that old conditioning old messaging um 
there's some really amazing stuff underneath all of that, especially for those of us who've really never seen it before. Um, I have no idea who I was. I'm still discovering who I am. Um, And and that's a really interesting journey to go on. So I think that's a huge part of, of this whole spiritual awakening thing is just getting to know who you really are underneath all of the crap that you've been carrying um and yeah and there's that's exciting and, and petrifying because sometimes it's not yeah. what you thought and it may not no it may not fit in the narrative that you've carried for a very long time yes oh a hundred percent um and you come to realize that you know those difficult parts of your life and all of those traumatic traumatic incidents you may have been happening and like I like traumatic incidents don't have to be like a plane crash, right? They could be just things that recur through your childhood or through your life with a spouse or parent or friend. Even friends can give you trauma. That's actually who like shaped who you are. So I used to hate that bad things happened to me, but now I'm almost like giving gratitude to the negative things that happened to me because they've showed me how how much more resilient and strong I am and have allowed me to go through these deep healings that expose that inner self that you're like oh I'm I'm that's me wow who knew that's me yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. so it's it's beautiful in that way and um, I always thought spiritual awakenings, like in before times, I was like, okay, that people just get this epiphany where they just wake up one morning and they're suddenly a totally different person. They like move, change jobs, everything happens yeah. at once. Right. And then that's it. Where spiritual awakening is like, it's always happening. <laughs> the work is never done and like the onion there's always Mm. more layers to go through and unpack and um when you're healing things I found you know a year ago I healed something and then last week it comes up again yeah but this time it's like deeper (laughs) and you're like crap I thought I was done Nope. Yeah, it's <laughs> and and you, and those are the times that you can be like, oh my gosh, I'm going backwards. Like, oh no, yes. like I I'm not I haven't actually done anything. Um, and that's when like you're saying like this reminder that like it is cyclical. Like things come back around as often as they need to to just show you something else that needs to be healed. And it's always the universe, I think, being like this is how you get what you're asking for, right? Like this yep. is how you can be happy. This is how you can have X, Y, Z, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, because I, again, I think it's, it's, it's shifting it away from like this beginning, sorry, beginning, middle and end. And then you're just yep. done and you never have to do anything yeah. again. Well, that was hard. Um, right? <laughs> and I think that can make uh, many of us feel like failures on it if we're like, oh, I'm never getting there. But it's, it's so much more empowering I think to be like well you never are going to be finished like that's not the point right the point is that you're always going to be learning right there's always going to be stuff to learn and to heal and to grow 
that's the point. Like, that's why you're here on earth. Um, and I think that changes the perspective and it probably changes even like the, the timeline and the ideas of like having to always be like making progress and stuff like that. It kind of shifts it back to just being like, oh, I can just be then and this will just happen and I'll just yeah. be here going, okay, sure. Like what's next now? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a, I think it's a cool way to, to just at least change the perspective of, of it, um, of like this kind of, we have to constantly be, um, I don't know, moving forward or showing, having like, or producing something that kind of yeah, like, having that capitalist mindset of like, you always have to be doing. Yeah. Or like having magic moments every day right. and like epiphanies. Cause I know when I first started working with you, I was like really excited. Things were expanding, things were happening for me. And then there was like two months where the message I kept getting is just rest, do nothing. And I'm like, but I want the cool stuff to happen. <laughs> and oh, every on. time you're like, no, just rest. Like you got to rest. You got to take in and process what you've learned. <laughs> like, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's hard. Yeah. Especially for those of us who who want things to happen quickly, right? It's like this having to, it's probably like an ego check even of like, doesn't happen on our timeline. Yep. Right. It happens on whatever timeline it has to happen on. And um, I feel like you've experienced this. I have two where like, I've just been like, this isn't happening fast enough. Like, why isn't this happening? And then when it finally does, I was like, oh, you know, that's fair. I'm like, because these three things had to happen and then this happened, right? And I was like, if I had have just let go and trusted, I would have been much happier for like this amount of time. But no, no, I was like forcing it, trying to (laughs) control the situation. and and that did not that didn't help because we ended up in the same place regardless um but at the same time right yeah exact same time yeah yeah um but that's all part of the growth I think that's yeah something that I need to work on to always is trust trust yeah yeah one of my favorite experiences well it wasn't my favorite at the time but now it was like I was just starting to meet with some of my guides. So I sat down to do a guided meditation and I'm like, I'm going to get them here and I'm going to ask them all the questions. And it was in one of these times where you're like, just rest, rest, rest. Mm -hmm. And so I get to the little cottage in my meditation, the fire's going, my guide shows up. And then I start asking questions and they just sit there and don't say anything. And then I was like, you're not going to tell me anything, are you? And they just like shook their head and they're like, you just want me to rest. Right. And they're like, yep. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I, I got it now. <laughs> it's such a fun journey I'm on. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I should listen now. Cause it was directly from one of my guides rest. <laughs> yeah. So There's some physical symptoms that can also be related to spiritual awakening. And when I read them, because I also studied Reiki. So when you do energy healing, there's always symptoms or side effects, things that happen after you get a treatment. And it isn't a coincidence that many are similar. Um, 
And I just wanted to ask what's happening in our physical bodies when we're reacting to those changes in energy. Yeah, it's, I mean, again, it's kind of individual. I know there's like, um, and and to be honest, um, a lot of the time they can be like symptoms even of like being ill. So um, the caveat is always go see a doctor. Yes, yes. right but um I'm always like I have the disclaimer um but um no um I for me personally the um I would get I would get headaches um anxious Mm -hmm. um sometimes just like this weird like unsettled feeling um and I it really would vary between depending on what was what was going on but like I would always get like a really big burning and like where my third eye would be um Mm -hmm. when when stuff was trying to to kind of come through and stuff like that so um and sometimes dizziness too actually just like feeling really off it was really just a feeling of being off without really an, an explanation like with me being like I'm not like I'm not sick but I'm not feeling at my best and I'm not completely sure and just being exhausted exhausted was one that is consistent for me um and and I usually um equate that to like we need the rest to take in the information to um to be ready perhaps for something that's to come um, and I think it's like the universe's way. I mean, sometimes it's the universe's way of being like, slow down, like you're going to burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um, but other times I also think it's the universe's way of just being like, hey, something, something big is going to be coming here. Like you, you need to rest. So, mm-hmm. um, but as we know, for many of us, that's really hard to do, um, to rest in yep. a way that is actually restful. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, those, those tend to be the symptoms, um, that I experience. Yeah. Mine were the same, like headaches often. Um, and like, these are symptoms I still get when I go through a big healing or a big jump, um, whenever, whatever it is, (laughs) um, flu-like symptoms, were big ones for me in the beginning like the body aches Mm -hmm. um and um my spine even started like cracking and aligning when I first started awakening um and I remember asking you once because I was like I don't know what's going on can you help me and you were like actually your body is aligning as like everything else in your energy is aligning so like your physical body is also adjusting to all of the changes um and the the dizziness there's sometimes when it's not all day it's like for 10 minutes I feel like I'm on a boat (laughs) and I'm like what's going on I'm like I didn't I'm like I'm completely sober (laughs) you know yeah I, all I did was go from my desk to the kitchen and now I'm in a fishing boat. What happened? (laughs) And then like five minutes later, it's gone. Um, So it's, it's, 
it's interesting that it's also not the same Mm -hmm. and you can't like like everything with spiritual awakenings you can't plan for it yeah Yeah. it just it just happens (laughs) yeah it happens exactly the way it's meant to really yeah 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 I don't think you can do it wrong that like and I know that may be a a message that's not often given um, to us but like, I really don't like, it's your journey. You can't, you can't mess up the journey. Sure. You can maybe choose not to listen. Maybe you choose the thing that, that wasn't in alignment with you, but that's not, that's not failing at your journey. That's just shifting it and changing it. And maybe you needed to do that to learn, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of taking us out of this, like there's only a right way or a wrong way to do it. And just going, no, you just do it. Like there, there is no right or wrong. It just is right. Um, and that can be helpful too. That's probably a good reminder for me, even not right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like thanks self. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You can't mess it up. Can't you can't you mess can't it mess it up? Maybe it'll take longer if you yep. choose, um, but you'll always reach at the destination. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I understand it. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, and and sometimes I would even say, but maybe it was supposed to take longer, right? Like yeah. to even to even jump even more into it to just be like, yeah, but maybe that's absolutely what you had to do to make that the last time that you did it that way you know what I mean like yeah where you go oh my gosh I cannot believe I did that again right anyway yeah um that that may actually be the very thing that that changes everything so it's kind of cool to think about it in all these different ways and like I think that's actually the fun the fun part of the awakening is that is that it's all you yeah. Right. Nobody can walk that for you. All they mm-hmm. can do is walk alongside you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ah, such a good reminder. So let's chat about the common intuitive clairs. Mm-hmm. So these are intuitive gifts, which are enhanced through our senses. And yeah. most people have them, but they don't really um put that connection together that it's like clairvoyance clairaudience so clairaudience clear hearing yes is this something you experience yeah so I always thought clear clairaudience I was like oh I don't have that (laughs) Um, I don't have people talking to me right not my not like I for whatever reason I was like it's just gonna be somebody talking to me which people do have um, and that's how they, that's how they receive messages, but it's actually not like, that's not the, the main <laughs> way. It's more hearing tones in your ears, right? Hearing mm-hmm. tones. Um, and that's just a sign to pay attention to what's around you, what you're thinking of at that moment, um, or that angels or guides are sending you information. So you can kind of just, just, it's just like to be mindful. Another clarity that, that I had read about was also, um, getting messages through music, right? Like being mm-hmm. really musically inclined um, probably means that you're clairaudient um, as well. Um, but we all have, I mean, we have the ability to access all of these. Um, yes. I think we happen to have one, maybe two that like are the ones that are the most comfortable, the most comfortable um, uh, using. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have Claire audience, but it's my own voice. <laughs> it's very weird. At first, it was really hard to distinguish, like, is this my thought or is this yeah. a message? Because it's like my own yes. internal voice. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm thinking, it's the same voice. Yeah. Uh, Claire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I was the same I'm like this is my voice it's supposed to be someone else but no it's you (laughs) and that's okay too yeah okay if it's not another voice exactly (laughs) clairvoyance clear seeing clear seeing so this this I talk about this a lot actually with clients and stuff because I think we we think that this is like the only one right this is the only (laughs) one that, um, that makes you psychic or it has gifts so that's clear seeing right so it's um in some cases it's actually like seeing spirits um it can also be like you see visions or you dream and you see visions um for some people that's even premonitions and stuff like that um and and yeah like when you think of a stereotypical like psychic ability you think of like oh i see you in in the forest with this right um, so that would be clair, clairvoyance. Um, like I'm, I, I have visions, but I believe for me, the visions are created from my claircognizance, which I know we'll talk about in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure that they're actually, the vision isn't the thing that comes first. It's like, I right. just know what the vision is going to look like or what the image is going to look like before. Um, so just in case you're somebody who, um, has that, um, and, and for me personally, I'm fine with not seeing spirits. <laughs> um, I see like <laughs> orbs and stuff like that sometimes and things out in the corner of my eye. And I'm always like, Hey, Hey team. Cool. Glad you're here. But like hard pass on seeing ghosts. Like I'm good. <laughs> like I gotta, I have a, I have like my own personal boundaries there and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> but I know other people see them. And yeah, I would, I also don't see spirits. Um, I feel like I may have seen them in passing, like yeah. the peripheral out of the corner of your eye. But yeah, I don't see like full bodied yeah. apparitions in front of me. And I am the same. That's yeah, okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with the other Claire's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool, cool to hear other people talk about it. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Claire sentience is clear feeling, which I know empaths have yeah I would go so far as to say that like being an, an empath and clairsentience are like one in the same thing <laughs> essentially yeah um and that's yeah right it's feeling we, you feel the energy of someone you feel the energy of a room um and I know for many of us who are sensitive um we feel that deeply right like you know if someone's words are not matching the energy that they're presenting to you right um great loud detectors right um it can also be not great because you can take on other people's energy especially like negative energy you can take on collective energy too right so clairsentience can also be like tapping into like the energy of the whole world like the whole collective um so with with those things especially for myself it's a lot of grounding clearing because this is one of my main ones for me is clairsentience same um it's also one of the most confusing ones um because you don't know what energy is yours sometimes you don't know what energy is other people's Um, like so 
<laughs> right? So like those <laughs> of us who have clairsentience um, need to be like constantly grounding ourselves. Yeah. Um, which you can do with like, you carry crystals, you can do grounding, you do meditation, you can shake your body, like whatever it is. To, um, um, I, I learned from um, an amazing medicine woman, Asha Frost, she showed um, a, an energy clearing um, ceremony where like she was snapping to clear the energy, oh. so, like really cool stuff like that. So there's different things to it you can explore. Um, but like, that's the main, to me, that's the main thing you need to be able to do with clairsentience is mm-hmm. know what's yours and what's not yours. And then it's the most cool gift on the planet. It really yes. is. It doesn't feel like a burden when you're able to do that, but it yeah, exactly. like a huge burden um, when you don't have the ability to do it or you just don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when, um, when my boyfriend first started working from home full time, mm. I would get be getting frustrated and upset. And I would literally have to check in and be like, is this me? Am I actually frustrated? Yeah. Or is it my partner who happens to now be working in the same space all day? Yeah. Um, and then if it was him, I would secretly go have a dance party. <laughs> And that's what you need, right? Just yeah. to like get that energy out and just make sure it's not, yeah, it's not your yeah. Own. Yeah. Or like <laughs> go hang out on the balcony for a few Love minutes it. and listen to the birds and, and you know, yeah. look up at the sky. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a, a very interesting learning experience. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Claire Cognizance, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Claire Cognizance clear knowing so this one is also super interesting because this is my other I would say my secondary one um over clairsentience um and again I feel like we I don't know where I thought the information was supposed to be coming from like I think it starts <laughs> to melt into like the clear audience where I was like well it can't be my voice or it's not the clear knowing yes. but it is my voice and it's yes. not my and it's just my like I would just talk and things would come out and I'd be like oh like earlier when I, when I talked, I was like, oh yeah, look at that. Way to go yeah. self. But it's like, channeling, it's like that clear cognizance <laughs> that comes through and, and taps into what I believe is like universal truths as well as our own like unique wisdom that um, we yes. tap into. And it's like these moments that we have of, um, and it can be in any, any way, whether that's talking, whether that's creating art or music or writing a book or speaking on a stage, um, where everything just feels effortless and it flows and you just know things, um, that can be really a part of it. Um, the other part also is just knowing, right? Like you just know that something's up, you know, something's coming, um, you know, someone's going to call, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the, um, that's kind of that, those interesting pieces for me, it presents itself very much in through through just having a conversation and I'll say things and I honestly will be like I have no idea how I knew that where that came from um but it sounds great and I'm gonna go with it um and that's just that's that clear cognizance that comes through so that can also be an interesting one to to decipher I think Mm -hmm. um, of like what's you and what's you channeling stuff but maybe we're always channeling too which is another interesting yeah road to go down <laughs> yeah yeah I, I remember times um 
with coworkers when they would have been in a meeting that I wasn't involved in. And then they come back and they're like, guess what? And then I would be like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, how the hell did you know that? And I would literally be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just knew. <laughs> super cool, right? Like super but at cool. the same time, yeah, I'm like, oh, how did I know that? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so these next two ones are Claire Aliens, Claire Smelling, and Claire Gustin's Claire Tasting, yeah. which yeah. I haven't experienced. Well, now that I say that I haven't, I'm like, I do remember in a meditation smelling pine trees around me. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah I personally have, I can't think of a time that I have experienced these. I know these ones are a little bit lesser known, um, except to those who experience it, I would imagine. But yeah, so they're, there's, they're exactly what they sound like, right? Like they're, mm-hmm. you, t- you taste something um, or you smell something. And I, I have a, I have a client who um when she's reading for people will like smell cigarettes and like that mm. was part of the reading because it's someone who's near her and she like yeah. can associate different smells with different people um in her life um so there's stuff like that right and that, that goes beyond like oh I associate like the smell of roses with my grandmother um but this would be like me sitting here right now like I'm like oh I can smell roses my grandmother's here right so right. um it's a little bit different than just the connection um, and the same thing with clear taste. I mean, I don't necessarily have like the best explanation, but, um, oh, um, I know someone, someone who like a tasted like copper and it ended up being like, you know, um, I can't remember what it was, but it, it had something to do with, with someone they knew or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of cool. You can pay attention mm-hmm. to that kind of stuff if all of a sudden you're like, it's sad. It's I taste. Nice. It'd be um, good if I could yeah. always taste chocolate. Oh, right. I could just call upon these things. That would be amazing. Yes. Chocolate, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Having not experienced it too much myself, I, I can't speak too much to it, but um, it's cool to just be aware of them, I think, because if you experience it, you can kind of just go, oh, that's what that is. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned um, your intuition sort of came through first, but what other gifts came through for you when you first started awakening? I think it was, it's interesting because I, I think it was less, it was less about kind of discovering them as remembering them, if that makes any mm, sense. Yeah. Like kind of just being like, oh yeah, you've been here the whole time. I just never really understood you, right? Um, which is kind of part of that, like the clairsentience, right? The feeling. It, it wasn't so much like I had done that my whole life, right? But this was, it was actually understanding it, right? And understanding what it was and what it was doing. Um, and the claircognizance as well was a really a really cool one um, because that that's a lot of what I do um, in my work, right? Is the is, I use claircognizance a lot combined with the clairsentience, to be honest, because what what I've ended up finding is when we're looking for our gifts, a lot of the time our gifts are very much connected to what we needed, right? What yes. what we needed when we were younger. 
Um, and for me, it was right. I just wanted someone to really see me. Um, mm -hmm. And in and in not having that, I became that for others, right? So I was able mm -hmm. to truly see people and I'm able to use my clairsentience to feel the energy behind words, feel the energy behind the person, as well as use the claircognizance to kind of know what to say, right? Mm -hmm. Know what needs to be heard, um, not to tell someone what to do, but to really just illuminate the wisdom that's already within them, right? To empower them yes. to know that what they, um, that what's within them is right and good. Um, so these were kind of the, the gifts that I remembered. And I'd love to tell you that I instantly knew how to use them and, and what my gifts were. But to be honest, it was, <laughs> um, it was still a big part of my learning and, and my journey. So I, I just tried a bunch of stuff, right? I, in, the intuition mm -hmm. started to come through um, when I taught intuitive movement, like it feels like a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that wasn't quite the right fit for me. And I, I did mediumship for a while, which was also super fun, but, but also not quite the right fit. Um, and, and we just have to keep trying things when it comes to our gifts and, and letting go of the fear of maybe getting it wrong or it not working um, and not seeing those as failures, but just as these beautiful opportunities to grow. Um, yes right and that it's okay to just pivot and do something else yeah so like it's fine it's okay to not even want to make this your job if you don't want to yes um, because you are doing your gift no matter what right yes your, your gifts and your gifts are being used all the time and I really do believe we're just starting to understand them in our awakening um, mm -hmm. and use them with more intention which is really cool and then we get to choose how how we do that right um yeah so yeah it was I think that answers your question. It was, it was really, um, it was intuition, which kind of led me to, it was kind of intuition. I think of as a compass. It's always this place yes. we can come back to and kind of go, is this the right way intuition? <laughs> kind of be yes. like, and, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes it's intuition speaking to us. And sometimes it's our louder, our louder voice. That's just old programming, but um, we know when we get it right because it feel it feels good. It feels yes. um, calm, um, and um, it, and that that has just kind of led me to all of these rememberings and and understandings, really. Um, and and a lot of this stuff it, it didn't happen like years and years ago. It's happened recently. Um, yes. I don't mind saying that because no. that's how the journey works. Yes, and like some people might experience a, a crazy rapid awakening over a week or a month and other people who I know it's been 20 years and you know they've slowly progressed over time the common denominator though is in 2020 something shifted and we were all going a lot faster <laughs> like someone yeah. decided to step on the gas a little bit yeah in and, and it's funny because it sped things up by slowing things down yes right? it's like that duality of mm -hmm. of um we're gonna speed up the awakening by stopping everything else yeah. around yeah. you I know, 
I know for me, that was the first time I've ever actually sat with myself. Um, mm-hmm. I, I talk a lot about like hustling and chasing and, and all of these things. And that was always where I was at, like just pushing, pushing, pushing. I'm not trying hard enough. This didn't work. I'm a giant failure. I didn't try hard enough. So I'm going to try harder next time. Um, and when COVID kind of hit, it was like, oh, okay. I, I, I'm just going to be for a yeah. bit. And I'd never done that. And, and do the best job at it because I would constantly think about all the things I needed to do but it was it was a different way of being for me um and that unlocked a ton of stuff like a ton of stuff and I think what some of us may be experiencing now as fingers crossed things are opening back up and and picking back up again is that maybe that pace of life doesn't work for you anymore Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't want to be doing all of the things, right? Maybe we don't want to keep pushing. Maybe some of the things that we thought we wanted, we don't want or that mattered to us before don't matter, right? Because we've undergone a huge transformation. Um, And that's, I think this is part of like this whole new discovery um, part of the spiritual awakening journey now of like, what do you want then, right? How can you do that? because yeah, we may be kind of pulled back into old patterns of hustling that just are like, we are like everything in our being is screaming at us to stop. Um, and that was, that was really even me up until like not that long ago where I realized what I was doing. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, this isn't fun. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's really interesting how, how all of this has played out, which is obviously for a reason. Um, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Another layer of that, that hustle and must have productivity came back Mm -hmm. for me last week and this week where I was like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not trying hard. I like, and then I just had to have a moment of like, you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. You're not behind. (laughs) There's no, there's no race that you're in. There's no finish line you have to cross at a certain point. Just yeah. let it happen. Yeah. And then I feel like I had a nap. <laughs> it was perfect. Well, and it's also coming like um, as sensitive people, it's, it's also like reshaping our, our view of, of, of the world as like, yeah. because when we were younger, it was like something's wrong with us, right? So we have to change, right? And that's very like, I'm going to look outside of myself for someone to tell me if I'm doing it right. I was joking, right. my peopling and my peopling, right? Um, and, and like now we get to sit in a place of, what if it's those systems that are broken? Mm. nothing wrong with us right like we don't have to change um and that in itself I think like choosing ourselves choosing to say no to what doesn't work for us within reason we still have to live and survive in this in this world um within reason though that that I I believe will help to change things right and Mm -hmm. will help others who don't have a choice of whether they have to hustle or not whether they're safe to be who they are in the world because there's lots of people who aren't um, not by choice Um, but for those of us who have the privilege of being able to do that when we say no when we kind of stop buying into this this culture this belief system that's 
going to start changing the system as well as giving us space, us energy, us confidence to also use our voices mm -hmm. um, in a way that maybe we haven't before. Because again, those of us who are sensitive, um, speaking out has, has isn't, um, it's hard, right? And, yes. and that isn't something I'm necessarily like defending, but it's the reality of, of, of growing up being told that it's not right, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting to think of it in an even bigger way. Um, and those are just my thoughts. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of different um, viewpoints out there, but um, I, I do really truly believe that that we can we can change the world in this way. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're doing it. Uh, so something I experienced at the beginning of my spiritual awakening is connecting with and communicating with my guides, which I sort of spoke about a bit earlier. And the first guide who stepped forward was a blue galactic light being was tall thin and had iridescent mermaid like skin and when I tell other people this some of them are like oh my god I would have been terrified but me I was like this is amazing Remember you telling me <laughs> this is awesome and they they wore a cloak they had like a single crown uh, a single crystal in the crown over their third eye um it, yeah, I was just blown away. So is is everyone able to connect with their guides and and like um yeah, maybe just talk about what the process is like. Yes. Um mm. I think we put too much pressure on it. Um yes. I think our humanness again, I talk about humanness a lot, but I think I think sometimes we forget that that we're both right we're both yes. soul and and human being right yes um and and i think in our in in sometimes in our analytical brains and our humanness we're like okay tell me who's on my team i want to know their names i want to know their backgrounds i want to like how do i communicate with them and we have it in our minds um as looking a certain way and if, if i could give one piece of advice for any like for spiritual awakenings or anything spiritual it is take what you think it should be and throw it out the window mm -hmm. um, because it's not going to serve you um because first and foremost that's other people's experiences that we're hearing yes. um and we're kind of thinking that it's going to be the same for us or if it's yes. different for us then it's not we're not doing it right then we're failing yeah yeah and there's so many different ways that you can connect to your spirit guide. One of the easiest is honestly to just do a meditation, right? Just get into a meditative state and just ask, just be like, do I have spirit guides? Does anyone want to come forward? Do you have a message for me? And then just let it be whatever it is, right? If it's mm -hmm. nothing, that's okay. If it's a color, cool. If it is a voice, great. Um, if it's a word even, right? Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be something. And you can also do it in different ways. Like through journaling, you can do the same thing. Like um, you can just start writing and ask like, like, who are my guides? Like, are you here? Um, 
and and not worry about it um, because your guides and angels are sending you stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sending you messages and songs. Or se- well, I actually think that your guides pay attention to what you do and then infuse messages yes. into that. Um, so that could be a meme on Facebook when you need it, right? Like yeah. um, it could be numbers. Um, Cause for, for me, I, I was, I was, um, I had launched something and was, and was kind of like, oh, was that the right thing? Oh my gosh. And like, <laughs> I saw two, I saw two, 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 like four times, which is like, don't worry. I'm, like you're on the right path. Everything's fine. Um, and that was my guide speaking to me. So my guides don't really necessarily, we don't like sit together and have a conversation. Sometimes we do. Um, but more often than not, it's just, they're there guiding me when I need them. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm paying attention. So it's just kind of pay attention and, and, and don't write things off as coincidences because they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be frustrating for someone to say, like, do it the way it feels right for you. Um, <laughs> just like, just tell me how to do it. Yes. Um, the, but the honestly, human brain. <laughs> right. But honestly, you know what the best way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. You're better off to just have like an idea of how to do it and then figure out the way that feels best for you. And that can be trying a whole bunch of different things too. But um, absolutely, you can connect to your guys. They, I would bet you anything that they're already communicating with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, when, um, when my mentorship group uh, did the Akashic records, I had someone go in my records and ask, you know, who are my guides and what, you know, cause again, human brain. Oh, I have this way to know all the answers. And the, the answer to the question was your guides will always change. And yeah, that's, a, that's and a good they'll only, too. yeah. And they'll, they'll, they'll come in when you need them. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, maybe they come in as an animal or a bird or a song or yeah, like you say, um, you'll have a dream yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh I I find it fascinating um and and just what the more you open to allowing the signs and synchronicities to happen the more you notice them I find whereas yeah whereas if you're like oh it's not happening I'm blocked then the universe is like, oh, she wants to be blocked. <laughs> and, and don't forget too that sometimes no message is a message. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes when we're not getting answers, it's because we're not supposed to have the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, you may need to wait a little bit. Something may need to fall into place. You may just be being asked to rest and to just put that down for a while. Um, I think sometimes we desperately want to speak to our guides when we're struggling, when we need an answer, like, yes. and, and that can be the, the very time that we're not supposed to get the answers. We're supposed to just wait. Yes. Um, and it's like a lesson <laughs> in like waiting and trusting. Um, those are the most frustrating times I think in, in those awakenings, um, at least for me, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you're like, <laughs> why aren't you talking to me? Yes. <laughs> and they're like, hmm? yep. <laughs> silence. 
I would always pull the empty well card when I would do um, card readings when I'd ask questions and I'd just laugh and I'd be like, yeah, noted, noted. I'm not allowed to know the answer yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that can be another way too to connect your guys, by the way, is like cards. Like Oracle, Oracle cards, tarot. Yeah. Those are yes. one of my favorite things to use. Yes. Um, yeah. I feel like I need to have you on another show to talk about divin divination. Oh, yeah. I would love to do yeah. that. So With fun. cards and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah same I've amassed quite a collection <laughs> I'm like it's it's for the cause it's for the cause <laughs> I'm enabling myself right now <laughs> I love it <laughs> so if um what advice I guess to rephrase it what advice would you have for someone uh, who's just awakening, looking for support and then guidance. Yeah. And I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I, I would just to just remember, um, first of all, that you're not alone in this. Um, mm -hmm. It can be hard if you're going through an awakening and no one else is around you. Um, it can feel very lonely, um, but you're not alone. Um, mm -hmm. And, and that this journey is, is uniquely yours. Um, and I've done this, I'm sure it's probably most people's go-to is like, I need someone to tell me what to do. Right. Yeah. Um, but always remember that when, when people are, are sharing their steps, um, those are theirs from their journey. Um, so they may not align with you, um, because your journey again is yours. So, um, when you're looking for guidance and help, it's really cool to have someone who empowers you, who awakens your wisdom um, and allows you to, to walk that journey um, and is there, of course, to support you through, through the healings and the steps um, and to validate your feelings um, and to see you. <laughs> um, but ultimately it's yours um mm -hmm. and like we talked about that's equal parts awesome and terrifying yep. um but yeah and 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 just yeah you, you can't do it wrong you can't do it wrong there's mm -hmm. there's dark parts of it of healing there's beautiful parts of self-discovery and there's everything in between and it continues to happen in different ways um throughout your whole life so it's almost kind of like this you can fight it or you can enjoy the ride and we tend to do both mm. depending on the day on where we're at yep um and that's where having that support can be really helpful so you don't feel like you're circling um but yeah but it's going to be amazing and it's going mm. to allow you to really discover who you truly are underneath it all um and, and to experience all the things that you've wanted perhaps your whole life and you haven't been able to achieve. And, and this is how, and it's not learning, it's not taking on more information. It's, it's just letting all of that old crap go um, mm -hmm. so that you can be. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where all of that magic happens because I can promise you your magic. There's no yes, yes. Yes, everybody's magic. 100%. And you can't do it wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should be yeah. on a t-shirt. 
Right. Everyone is magic. You can't get you can't, can't get it around. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> um, so another of your gifts is channeling messages mm-hmm. for people and help to help them on their path and their highest purpose on the earth. Is there an overall message that you have felt coming through recently that's repeated? Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've talked about it a fair amount today, and it's probably because it's just been so like constant for me lately of of this shift in in culture and what we're doing and in always doing and and chasing and like this idea that it's time to be right. Mm-hmm. So for me, like when we talk about being, that's what we're here on Earth to do right and um we're here to be happy we're here to rest we're here to be creative we're, we get to we get to enjoy our lives um again for those who can who, who have yes um, the privilege yeah. of doing that and 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 what keeps us from being is the constant doing right the constant feeling like we we aren't enough so trying mm. to prove that um, just caught up in these broken systems that are, are keeping us from, from getting to enjoy life, from actually mm. living, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me a while to realize that like I wasn't actually living, I wasn't being present in my life. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are kind of maybe not coming to that term yet, but definitely knowing that they're tired. Yes. They're tired of this. They're tired of, of all of it. Um, and, and for good reason. Um, mm-hmm. There are so many of us who, who this way of being is not who we are. Um, and, and maybe it was a, maybe it was quiet before, but as we're, as we're kind of on this journey and we're healing and we're, recognizing who we are we're we're really starting to feel this like this isn't right like I'm not supposed to do this but what do I do because I'm here I'm in this how do I get out of this or how do I how do I balance between both worlds of being and then the obviously we have things that we need to do in life right we need to pay bills we need to live um how do we exist as both? Is it possible? Mm-hmm. I believe it is. Um, and, and that's kind of the message right now is, is just how can we be more mm-hmm. rather than do more? Because I'm certain you're doing more than enough and it's probably not making you very happy. So it's yes. time to choose a different path. And this yes. is the different path. Is the yeah. 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 I've often thought, you know, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, what a person's daily life was like compared to today with like internet and cars and jobs. And, yeah. you know, we're constantly, uh, what I, f- I feel we're constantly distracting ourselves yeah. from just being, yeah. you know, we're working, we're, you know, taking the kids to soccer, we're doing laundry, we're, we're always doing, 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 doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
where different roles aren't valued right like being a mom isn't valued yes that's not a job right like that's not valued as the work it should be um and so we're expected to do that and 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 right yes um on top of like the other layers of stuff that are just us trying to prove ourselves in a world that has never accepted us for who we are right (laughs) so it all like feeds into like this this kind of really toxic cycle that we're in um but i i really think people are are at this point of being like yeah no i'm done like no more of this yeah we have yes the how is the how is is, yeah is the part now yeah and the how will be different for each person, I feel. It will be. Yeah. Back to awakening your inner wisdom again. <laughs> yes. And if it feels right, it is right. <laughs> 100%. If it feels yeah. good, probably a good sign you should do it. Yeah. And another thing I've realized is if it's easy, it's probably one of your gifts or one of what you're meant to be doing. Whereas if you try to force it, like you're trying to get that pendulum to swing and it won't, maybe you're not meant to use the pendulum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah. It's allowed to be easy. Yes. Not everything's easy. Healing's not no. so easy. But, <laughs> Healing is not the <laughs> Using your, like doing your gifts and like following your intuition, that, that um, at the end of the day should feel easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I was going to ask if you had any offerings happening soon. I know you a few that you do. Right. On, uh, on this. Yeah. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And like um, just how people can take advantage of them. And I will share links in Amazing. the show notes and the video description so people can easily find you. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so offerings. Um, <laughs> In the same vein as talking about this hustle, because I really do believe that us um, kind of getting out of that that culture allows us to really be and to discover who we are underneath it all. Um, and within that is all of these things that we seek, the happiness, the resting without feeling guilty, like all of these really beautiful things that we, we don't have right now in our lives, right? Being confident as who we truly are. Um, I am launching a membership called Stop Hustling, Start Living Collective. And this Woo! is going, yeah, I was like, I was going to make a flowery name for it, but I was like, no, I think we're just going to be like blunt about what this is. Um, and this is going to, this is just a really cool space where like, I'll be sharing about my journey because I'm not one to pretend that I have it all figured out. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think any of us do. Um, so we get to share <laughs> all of our wisdom. Um, there are going to be circles where we, um, learn and heal and have activations um, around being who we truly are um, and around kind of letting go of old energy um, that isn't ours to carry. Um, we're also going to be having um, teachings as well around, you know, the, some of the, not the, the how-to steps per se, 
but more of more of the idea of what we need to awaken within ourselves and how do we awaken this inner this inner knowledge that already knows how to do this within us right right um, we're going to be doing that um as well as we're going to have guests on which i'll talk to you about later um, we're gonna have guests on um to to also share how do we be maybe things that we can do that are creative and fun healings mm -hmm. like all of this kind of stuff card readings are also going to be a part of it anyway it's a whole big thing um mm -hmm. that's just going to give a sense of community um it's going to allow those of us who are wanting different to start creating a different life um and having that support um and that belonging um in a place where we have like-minded souls um, so that is starting on March 1st, but the doors are open now and you can join anytime you can cancel anytime and the cost for that is $47 Canadian um, a month. So um, if anybody is interested in that, we would love to have you. Amazing. Um, very cool. Very transformative. So that'll be fun. Um, the other place you can find me is my, my Facebook community called The Quiet Visionary. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, on my website and stuff like that, I'm sure will be down there, but also my website at embraceandglow.com. So um, yeah, thank you so much for letting me come on and, and share all of this stuff. It's been really fun as always. Yes, <laughs> always, always a good time when we, we have Zoom chats. Um, usually they're not recorded and shared, but um, when I got the idea for the podcast, I was like, Amanda has to be my first one. Yeah, I'm the first one. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yes, first one. Oh, this so, was so much fun. Thank you so yes, much. I love thank that you're doing you. this. Yes. For so many people. Yes, the world needs to know. <laughs> definitely world needs but, more star seeds yeah star seeds with light language and all of the good stuff but also reminding us that we we're always going to be doing it as a human so yes. which is it's a, a big message to remember we, we, yes we are here on earth and we have yeah. to deal with the earthly things that's why we're here yeah yeah and um when my my mentorship group got together, uh, I think it was last weekend or the week before, someone mentioned how we always like our souls are these people who are from, from advanced societies and like we we really want to go back there and how cool would it be? But then it's like, but they want to come here, right? So Earth is pretty badass as well. So. <laughs> just a reminder yeah that we keep right. coming back to earth so there's a reason for that exactly yeah yeah and that's what we're doing right now we're living it yes yeah amazing <laughs> thanks again thank you have an amazing day and i will you, talk too. to you soon Thank you for listening to Starseed Joy Podcast, Episode 1 with Amanda Ingram Cotton. I hope you enjoyed our conversation about spiritual awakenings. If you'd like to follow along in other channels, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Joy Star Healer. All of the information is in the show notes or video description. Until next time, be well my friends.
and take care.